Welcome back to Postscript. Miss Scarlet and the Duke. We're in season four, and now we're on episode two. Yeah. I'm Christina Ziders. And I'm Tom Downing. And uh, so this episode is called Six Feet Under. Yeah. Uh, there is not a whole lot of actually being six feet under in this episode, but we'll, we'll get right into it. Are uh, you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So we start off, uh, Mr. Potts is like walking by. He looks bothered. Yeah. <laughs> because he always looks bothered. And he immediately <laughs> gets like, you know, pounced upon by Eliza. Well, first there's kids playing in the street. That's why he's annoyed at first. Oh, okay. Like kids kicking a ball just around. General. Playing football in that yeah. in that world. And yeah, and then Eliza's just like, hey, and I need a favor. <laughs> <laughs> there's this back and forth interchange and Mr. Potts it, like reiterates that Nothing is more important than protocol. Right. Protocol is very important to him. And he's going to see his friend, Theobald Turner, who is like since Mr. Potts is a more like a a coroner. Right. He has friends who are undertakers. Yes. And uh, yeah, so he's going to see his his friend Theobald and they have an appointment to make tea. And I think it's important to note that Eliza's trying to uh, get Potts to do her favors because he's with Ivy and that's why he's so angry and is like hanging on to this protocol. Yeah, and and she wants <laughs> she wants to get access to what he can offer and like because she says that she wants to do like for a case for William, although yeah. she doesn't have a she case for have the case. No, it's no. all lies. <laughs> um but they're right at the door. Yep. And like they're just about she's to go still in. There. Yeah. Yeah, and he wants to go in and talk to Theobald Turner and there's a bloody hand. Slap. On the window, slides down. And so they're like trying to get in. He's trying to like open the door and like Eliza's just like, get out of my way. And she just kicks the door in, yes. which is the, is the, the one that's, of the best. That's the cut. That's the cut right into the intro <laughs> sequence, which was great. Love the, the good like, cuts. move. And yep. just kicks it. Yeah. I did that once with a bathroom door. My mom was stuck behind a public stall and I had, I'm like, back up. I'm kicking it in. She's oh. like, don't do it. And I'm like, I'm doing it. And that's exciting. It oh, my gosh. So they're like, oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, I've never kicked a so door to, in. I think I used yeah. my shoulder once, but no, never with the foot. But anyway. It's, it's, it's exhilarating. It's exhilarating. Much, uh, yeah. If the opportunity arises, I will pounce or kick. <laughs> Uh, so then we cut to uh, the the crime scene inside, right. uh, and it's it's Phelps is there. There's this detective there, there's, Black. There's a new detective, and uh, he's not he's not doing so well. We don't see him at first because he's outside vomiting. Yeah, he, uh. he yeah. Well, he, he yeah, and then he 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 also vomits out the window. It's just all bad. later on. Yeah, disturbing the crime scene. Yeah, yeah. And um, so I, I, at this point, I'm thinking, is he a new character that they're introducing into the entire episode? And I, then and then. He didn't last long. No, he doesn't last long. <laughs> so uh, there, there's that. There's bells. There's bells, yes. Yeah. So um, Eliza kind of like takes over. Phelps is there. Detective Black is useless. And she was like, I think Mr. Turner was dead before he hit the ground. And Phelps goes, oh, are you a doctor now too? And she's like, just listen. Yeah. <laughs> so she knows that uh, Turner was hit in another room because there is a puddle of blood. blood that seems pretty that obvious. Other room, yeah. The back door shows signs of forced entry. The cash box has been emptied, and there's brass handles missing from the coffins. So they think it looks burglary. like a, it looks like a robbery, but right. burglary or robbery? I yeah. never get them right. Well, either way, uh, Eliza thinks that there's more to it because like the place is kind of hard on its times. Like it doesn't look right. like it's really a wealthy place, and like it just seems and like, it's like a weird. To rob place. an undertaker Why? seems like yeah, it seems like an odd so, thing. Lots of questions. So her her wheels start turning, but yeah, when the detective opens the window, they all get mad because he may be messing with potential. And there's evidence. and there's bells, which they use bells if you were like buried. Right, if you were buried alive. So this is one of the things that really like creeped me out as a kid because I learned about this. I probably related to Gettysburg because we would do trips down there. Yeah. And that was around the same Nearby time. Uh, they would 
they would have like a string going up to a bell. So if you were buried alive, you could ring the bell so that they could unearth you and get you out of the coffin, which is six feet underground. Yeah. So creepy. So So that's why there's bells there. There's bells there. Yeah. Okay. So then (laughs) we cut from there to uh, Nash and Sons. Yep. And Clarence is there. And uh, like Eliza walks in with flowers. Yeah. She's like, there's so much uh, ugliness in this world. It's nice to remind yourself of some beauty. And he's very worried because they have no cases. Yeah. And she bought the flowers for herself. Right. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, for him. (laughs) Yeah. And so they're they're talking about William. And right at that moment, William walks in and there's like good banter between Eliza and William. Yeah. And uh, he, he asks how he is, and she, he says, fine, thank you. And he, and makes, he sniffs. He sniffs, which, which we've learned from previous episodes is a tell. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, he sniffed, and I went, uh-oh. Yeah. yeah. And, so and he she has, also is like, you have bad news. Yeah, and the bad news is that there's no money for private investigators. They are slammed with, with work at right. Scotland Yard. Right, they are so but, chaotically busy. But, but there's no money. Budget cuts. Yeah. So, so he can't give her the case that she was relying on to pay back for these flowers that she just purchased. Yeah. Um, and so William kind of shares a little peek in the Scotland Yard. We we already met one of the new detectives. Yeah. Uh, they're pushing through detectives without proper training. There's fewer men on cases. They can't hire help. And Eliza is frustrated. But she says she's not frustrated with William. No. She's frustrated with the situation. And I said... That is a sign of growth. Yes. She has grown so much since the last season. <laughs> there is definitely progress. We're not just like static here. But yeah, so like days are going by. Because... I, I loved how they showed this too. <laughs> yeah. So like like they're, like Eliza keeps re- reassuring uh, Clarence that there's going to be cases. There's going to be cases. There's going to be cases. But the fact in. that she brought the flowers in is a, is a beautiful way to yes. show the passage of time because you see the flowers and they're just wilting yeah, as, like as in day real after day after day. She's and like rearranging her office. At one Clarence point, Clarence just in. sticks his head in and then goes. And no, backs right out. No new cases. No <laughs> so cases. Things no aren't cases. great at Nash and Sons. Um, but yeah, back back at Scotland Yard, uh, Barnabas is there and he's in a tizzy because it's been a week. A week has passed since uh, his friend was murdered. And he wants to speak with Phelps, but he's up north and Detective Black has taken over, which we know Detective Black's not very good at this. Pretty squeamish. And Potts is really, really angry. Um, Ivy's worried about his blood pressure. Ivy's there. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, and I love the quote. Ivy says, I won't be a widow before I'm married, Barnabas. Because <laughs> she's, she's yeah. so, she's, she's worried. She's like, your cheeks are flushed. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And uh, she goes, well, you know, you we know someone who might be able to help you with this. Outside and, of Scotland Yard. Right, that yeah. doesn't work for Scotland Yard. No. <laughs> so Ivy takes pots to Nash and Sons, and there he begrudgingly, oh. very begrudgingly, hires Eliza. I love how uncomfortable he is doing this. <laughs> oh, he's so uncomfortable. Ivy just keeps shooting him, like, daggers with yeah. her eyeballs, yeah. and he he insists. He goes, okay, I'll hire you, but I insist on daily briefings. Yeah. And she says she looks forward to it. <laughs> and we learn that uh, Theobald Turner, who was Mr. Potts' friend, has a sister uh, who is entitled to the business and the will, which could be a possible motive. possible lead, yes, in the, in the case. But at first, he's he, he's upset that Eliza's even asking questions. It's Ivy that sh- f- shares that information oh, okay. with Eliza. Ivy's the one that says, "Well, he's mentioned a sister." Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So even though um, Francesca Turner and Theobald were estranged, he somehow decided to leave his entire business to her. So at the funeral. Uh, Eliza's there looking for the sister, mm-hmm. and uh, they get, she gets pointed out to the side. She's right, by she's this tree, by the tree. And uh, after the funeral, after the burial, she approaches the sister and she starts asking questions like immediately because it's Eliza. She gets straight to the point. Yeah. 
And I think Francesca appreciates this about her. She likes the, the direct questioning. Yeah. She understands because uh, Eliza introduces herself as a female detective. And there's like there's a little back and forth between the two of them because Eliza is a female private detective yeah. and uh, Francesca is a female private undertaker. Yeah, now she's an undertaker. So, uh, <laughs> so, so she doesn't want to be. She doesn't want to be. <laughs> and we learn about like uh, Hardcastle Funeral Home um, with John Hardcastle. is. Uh, they're trying to, 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 they want to buy. They want to buy, but the will specifically states not to sell to them. Yeah. So there, so there are some hurdles to overcome. Kind of. Even though a little the, note to make in your head. Too. Even though they're the ones most likely to buy. Right. They're the only ones to have made. There's some competition there. Yeah. Um, back at Nash and Sons, Clarence has gathered information about Hardcastle's <laughs> funeral directors because yep. this is their lead. The Hardcastle is their lead. Um, but he's worse for the wear because he did this at a bar. And oh, he was he's not. A, he's not a drinker. We learned like, that he's not good with alcohol. Yeah. Hiccuping and like almost falling over. Yeah. And um, so we find out through Clarence that Hardcastles has been expanding quickly, um, but that there are rumors of malpractice plaguing them. And there have been completes. And one is from an Albert Edmonds, a former employee of Hardcastles. Yeah. So this is our only lead so far is because we're not suspecting Francesca in any way right now. Uh, so at Ed... <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, so at Edmonds, we learn that Hardcastles was trying to buy Turner's business, but Theobald won sell. Um, and he f- so Edmund had filed a complaint because he saw Mr. Hardcastle. He had some shady business dealings. So like, he was like pressuring people, like, like getting them expensive things, getting them right. into, like money lenders. Lending, and, yeah. And, and then, like uh, selling them funerals they like, clearly can't afford. Yeah. And then he would send the money lenders would send people to intimidate the people to get them to pay. And, like, it doesn't sound like a great... It, it seems like a reasonable reason for... A reasonable reason. For, a reasonable uh, reason, yeah. For, for Albert Edmonds <laughs> to leave. Right, right. And to file a complaint. Yeah. Um, the Funeral Directors Guild, though, doesn't, like, doesn't want to know about it because Hard- Hardcastle's got them in his pocket, he says. Mm. So we have this uh, dilemma that Hardcastle doesn't seem like a really great person or organization and um, that's the only lead. And, yeah, so... So, Edmund also says he was let go for absolutely no reason. Yeah, which we find out yeah. later not to be the case. Yeah. So uh, later on, uh, there's uh, we find out that there were. Uh, oh well, at turn, I guess we go back to Turner's office, uh, the murder scene, and um, Francesca's letting Eliza go through Theobald's files. Yes. Yeah. And um, they're kind of having this conversation about what life is like as a woman in Victorian England. And um, Francesca says, in every household, there is at least one resourceful woman. If we were accepted, then Mr. Potts lament that the world is going to hell in a handbasket might not be the case. (laughs) I was like, yes, yes, that's true. Um, But as Eliza is going through the files and they're talking, she finds invoices to replace the windows on Turner's... um, Business twice. Two glassiers, which I guess yeah. are people who repair glasses, were, were required because... Uh, in that, Three that, weeks that, apart. Yeah, so the, the, the hard castle, the money lenders pressuring... Him, intimidation yeah. and him trying to pressure um, Turner to sell. Mm-hmm. Everything is pointing to hard castle at yeah. this point. And so uh, when Eliza comes back to Nash and Sons, uh, she c- walks in and Clarence is just like looking at these flowers. Oh, yeah. And, and Eliza's just like, they're probably from William. Oh, yeah. Because Be- William's back and he's being, you know, yeah. sweet and 
wooing her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but unfortunately, no, they're not from William. No, because they've come with a little card. Black card with embossed, uh, you know. Beautiful and, embossing. Yeah. It's like metallic ink, and it just says Eliza Scarlet, R.I.P. Yeah. And that's, so that's not from William. We know yeah. that's not from William. Um, back at Scotland Yard. We see it's still chaos. Yeah, we find out. A man sleeping in the hallway. (laughs) We find out that Detective Black, who was very squeamish and throwing up. He was not not fit for this job. He he was not going to be a new character in this series. because he's already put in his notice. Yeah, he's gone. Um, And then we also find out, this is big news, that Fitzroy has an opportunity. So Fitzroy found out there's an opportunity in New York, and he would like to apply for it. And I'm like, what are they doing? (laughs) Oliver cannot leave. I love him. Where are all my favorite car- characters go? Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. like, no, I'm in a tizzy. At this point, I am still in a tizzy. <laughs> so, but, but, but William has your back, though, because William's like, look, we're well, yeah. super busy here. Right. Like, maybe really we don't talk time. about this right now, it's, but it's, I will support you yeah. if you decide to which apply. Is, which, which is, is good. Uh, yeah. William is a good man. <laughs> um, and so William has to take over all of Detective Black's cases. Yes, including because Detective Black is out. Out. He quit. So that means that the case that Eliza's working on is now William's it's case. It's William's case, uh, which means together. that they get to work on it together, yes. even though she's not. Well, she is getting paid for it, but through Mr. Potts. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. then we, we, we cut to Eliza going to Hardcastle's and Hardcastle mm-hmm. himself tries to just brush her off and push her to Mr. Ashley, right. who's one of his, uh, you know, employees. Assistance, yeah. yeah. Uh, but then Eliza kind of like makes a big lie and says oh. that she's she's got so much power and influence and all these right. people are going to be coming. And so it's big. So the Hardcastle's like, oh, wait, wait, no, I I, I, I can do this right. now. She's she's missed manners. Her, her aunt is very important. There will be a lot of important people at her funeral. And so she put in all this effort yes. to get 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 the uh, the attention of yep. Hardcastle. And yep. then William, William comes in and he goes, what are you doing here? But yeah. he doesn't use her name. And he, he he gets the the the, the nonverbal yeah, she, cues. Yes, and she, she's he plays like, "Oh no, along. you helped me with my carriage and or so something it's, like that." It's gonna work. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then Oliver walks in, sweet over child. Fitzroy. Fitzroy walks in. He goes, "What are you doing here, Miss Scarlet?" Yeah. Oh, so happy. <laughs> yeah, like, he was so happy to see her. He's like a puppy. He's like, uh, "Oh." So uh, her cover is absolutely blown. completely. So now she's kind of relying on William now to smooth it over and make sure that this guy answers all her questions because she can't do it the sneaky way now. Yeah. She has to, like, it has to be completely upfront. And um, William and Eliza sit down about and ask him about the broken windows. Eliza mentions the moneylenders, but Hardcastle insists that it's nothing but sour grapes between him and Edmund. Um, and he said that Edmund was completely useless. William then asks Hardcastle for an alibi. He says, like, well, where were you? On, yeah. I think it was a Tuesday. And uh, he's really upset that he's even being asked. But then he says he was returning from a family gathering with his wife and children. So that should be pretty easy to follow up on, at least. And we also know that he now has a wife and children. So right. So file that away, too. File that away. Yes, that is important. And um, But then Eliza confronts him with his calling card because while she was undercover, she noticed... The exact same card that was in her flowers were on the flowers there, like caskets. Yes. So. And he says that why would he use his own card? It's it's too obvious. Right. Too. Why would it be me? It's too obviously me. Someone's trying to defame me. Right. So we I we're still not sold on that. We'll find we'll we'll see about that. She's not completely sold on it either. But I think it gets her thinking. I also really liked how protective William was of Eliza in this whole interchange. Yeah, it was very good. Yeah, he's very protective, and he doesn't like the fact that somebody is sending flowers with a threat attached to them. Like that's just not that's not cool at all. No. 
Um, so yeah, they go back to Nash and Sons because now Eliza and William, they get to work together on this case. Mm-hmm. And Eliza's criticizing William for his officers missing evidence and Detective Black was is not his officer anymore. Yeah, let's go back and forth move there. on. Um, William shares, though, that there's a witness that saw a heavyset man with dark hair and a prominent scar on his cheek yep. leaving the scene after Turner's windows were smashed. So this isn't the murder. This is the, the window smashing. Yep. Um, so we know that that was not Hardcastle. Um, and uh, then we, we find out that there's a whole box of, like, we, we, we go to, we, we, we. Oh, right. So, yep. Yeah. Jumping ahead a little bit. Yeah, but... Potts barges in, and um, he's happy to see Williams back on the case. He tries to fire oh, Eliza. That happens. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, because because Williams is back on the case. <laughs> yeah, because right. why he's do like, we, well, now, 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 I, now I don't need your yeah. services. And Eliza's like, you signed a contract with yeah. me, Mr. Potts, so you're stuck with me. <laughs> I think that's exactly what she said. You're stuck with me. Um, but yeah, Potts admits that um, Turner had mentioned Hardcastle to him because Hardcastle yeah, right. comes, comes up um, that Hardcastle tried to intimidate him. And so now it's it's on Hardcastle again. Mm-hmm. And he believed, Potts believed that his friend had developed an unhealthy obsession with Hardcastle and that he was um, blaming him for the failure of his business and all the bad things that were happening in his life. And he started compiling a file on Hardcastle. And this is the box I was talking about. Yeah. There's a whole box. There's of a living. whole box. And so, so we're going to break here yeah. and we're going to get back to this, like, what's in this file. Yeah. I mean, we're expecting a a small file, so we'll find out what's actually in store. We'll be right back. If you haven't already, subscribe on your favorite podcast app or at youtube.com slash at WITF Mosaic, then like or comment on the videos and share your thoughts. Or you can email us at ps at WITF.org. You can also like, share, and comment on shorts from Postscript on Facebook at WITF.org or Instagram at WITFORG. We love having you here with us each week to chat about all the drama on Miss Scarlet and the Duke. Help keep it going with a gift of support. Go to WITF.ORG slash mosaic and give $5, $10, whatever amount fits your budget. Your gift helps WITF grow and bring you more of what you love. And welcome back. Okay, we uh, just found out that uh, Turner was keeping uh, an, file. an archive, a file, and we get there. Eliza finds out that it's not just a, a huh. file. It's like I said, it's a it's box. It's a box. It's a whole box. There's a lot, a lot of information. And he's kept so much. He's actually even kept the bricks. Right. Well, yeah, Eliza takes the, the box window. home with her. Yeah. And uh, they notice, yeah, Ivy and her both notice that th- he kept the bricks. And Ivy is uh, very astute and she notices oh, that always. there is there are initials on the bricks yeah. so now we know who the brick maker is yeah and we cut immediately almost from that revelation to yep. the street where eliza's walking up to the brick company yep uh which is uh sergey petrov so that's yep. the sp on the bricks would stand would for. stand for yep and we find out through uh, some she, she kind of pressures him a little bit back yeah, and forth there's an employee there and uh so petrov isn't there uh, because he's... I think it was Petrov. You I think, think it was I think, Petrov? I think he was like, oh, I, I, the whole time I'm like, you're Petrov. Oh, and he's well, just, okay. That was my... I, I, I could be I wrong. I thought it was just a random employee. I because could, he mentions how he's off dealing with the loss of his wife and his daughter, and so I was taking him for maybe, his word. Maybe, 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 th- maybe he was right. Maybe this is why I'm not a detective. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> maybe I'm completely off on this, but it just seemed like he was like trying to just completely like... like 
push her away, blow her off. But anyway, so maybe yeah, it's yeah, either yeah. him or not. But either way, this person reveals. This, yeah, this person knows customers, at least. And he reveals through some pressure, like, well, we wouldn't want Mr. Petrov to like have to deal with this on top of the loss of his wife and daughter. Uh, he reveals that one of the customers has dark hair and a scar on his cheek. Matches the description. And and his name, uh, is... His name is Thomas Marzelli. Mm-hmm. And he is a moneylender. Uh, so we have another connection to Hardcastle here yep. uh, with the money lending and the thug throwing there's definitely a little bit, through the window. Right, there's definitely <laughs> more focus on Hardcastle. So and um, so we, we know that we need to go to see the money lender. So Oh, I guess another another thing we should mention is that Petrov owed him owed Hardcastle for the funeral of his wife and child. Oh. So I think it really wasn't. There is. Okay, so it, would, it wouldn't have been. You're right. So, but yeah, so uh, Marzelli always leaves with a box of bricks, with, which he never pays for. No. So. So he has the bricks. Yeah. Uh, so, so then we cut to Marzelli's um, and uh, uh, right this Well, point, yeah, because Eliza finds the address. There is a brief exchange at Scotland Yard where she's like, I got the address. And William's like, great. we'll deal with it later. No, no. And I and love. he's like, no. I love how Eliza manipulates William into going with her because like she's like, yeah. he's, he's like, he's like, he's like, aren't you just going to wait? And she's like, no, I'm not. And so no, are you just going to let me go by myself? So the person who's probably threatening my my life, yeah. like, oh, no, I'll just I'm sure I'll be fine. <laughs> it was really good. So when they get there, um, they're they're talking to they, 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 the clerk yeah. inside. Yeah. And uh, well, who seems very intimidating, by the way. The, he, like, yeah, he, the clerk. He doesn't is, seem intimidating until he gets up and stands up and like gets right in William's uh, face. Well, and he's giving Eliza sass. Yeah, he's giving her a lot of sass, uh, which doesn't sit well with William. No. Uh, so there's so. a bit of a standoff there, but then they hear something outside. Yeah, there's a scuffle outside, some screaming. They run outside and they see Mazzelli himself. Right, with dark hair, scar on his face, and Edmonds. Yes, Albert Edmonds is there. Uh, getting beat up by yep. Marzelli. So uh, Marzelli is arrested mm-hmm. because William's there. So you can arrest him right away. And Edmonds refuses to make a statement no. or go to the hospital. William can't hold him because he's not being arrested. Right. So he has to let him he go. He has to let him go. Um, and then we see, was it a kid run up or was it a constable? I can't remember. But somebody hands over a message for Eliza mm-hmm. for Mr. Potts. So Mr. Potts needs to see Eliza like ASAP because he never sends for Eliza. Uh, so we cut to the morgue at this point, and Potts is telling Eliza that Miss Turner gave him an old board. Well, first she's like, he she dropped off an old board game of Theobald's, and Eliza's like, okay, and the point? Yeah, why is this and, a big deal? <laughs> yeah, and then she's like, oh, oh, yeah, and he uh, found out that Francesca is selling to Hardcastle. Uh, so must have uh, circumvented, uh, circumvented the, uh, the, 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 the restrictions. Yeah, the restriction the in the will. Yeah. And Potts is um, upset because he wants to execute the will exactly as his friend has, you oh. know, provided it. Which is why it's an emergency. Because yes, he's like, how dare she? No, this is protocol. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> protocol matters. It's protocol. Protocol matters. <laughs> so, so back at Scotland Yard, though, William is questioning Marzelli and Marzelli is like refusing to talk. Um, he asked for an alibi. He says he was having a drink. Like, he's just not being helpful at all. Completely uncooperative until... Until William threatens to um, investigate up. his business, maybe some light tax evasion. Yeah. You know, freeze all his assets. Should, it should only take a couple months. months. <laughs> yeah. Just a few months. Uh, but then he talks. Oh, yeah. And then he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's like, like I, I, yeah. 
So uh, he his alibi is actually that he was at a hotel dealing with one of Mr. Hardcastle's mistresses, essentially. And uh, remember, he is married with a child. He's married with a child with, or with with kids. Yeah. So, so um, he went to this woman's room, room 402, which quickly comes into play. And she wasn't there. So now we're at the we're at the hotel. Yeah, because I almost said hospital. Fo- I don't know why. <laughs> following the leads, going to the hotel, and we find out that the person who had four or two is, is Francesca Turner. Yes. So Francesca's room number is four hundred two. So I'm like, oh my gosh, she was having an affair with Mister Hardcastle. The 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 opposition. The yeah, other. It's like now things look real suspicious. Yeah. They look real bad for Francesca. She looks like the prime suspect. But yeah, and she's checked out. She's leaving. We find um, out. Yeah. She was in London the day that her brother was murdered. Like, all of this is lining up to being like, nah, Francesca did it. It's it's all her. Which uh, we should know by now that probably means that she didn't do it. Just <laughs> That's like, true. Always, uh, the like, obvious well, answer is never the, the obvious answer. answer. <laughs> so anyway, so we find out that, that she was falling. She fell in hard times and she was asking for money. And that's how, like, the, those, a lot of this happened. She was having the affair. Uh, yeah. And so Marzelli was hired to Eliza wonders that if Hardcastle went through the effort of hiring Marzelli to scare her, like, what did she want from him? Yeah. Like. And that's where we find out. That, like. Yeah. So they go to, um, I think, oh, Hardcastle. They go to Hardcastle's. Um, well, they bring him to Scotland Yard, I guess. And um, he says that he's never been unfaithful to his wife. So I'm like, okay, buddy. Yeah, because and he says <laughs> he's never been unfaithful to his wife because the affair that he had with Francesca happened before he was married. Right, right. So more than 20 years ago. Yeah. So it wasn't even an affair. But that's interesting. It was, a, it was a dalliance. More than 20 years ago. More than 20 that's, years ago. Tuck that away. Yeah. Because the math is important. Yeah. Because uh, Eliza's wheels are already turning. So he was engaged. So not not a great move for him. Uh, but he was not married. And he shares that Francesca had fallen on hard times, came to ask him for money, threatened to tell his wife about them. Um, but, like, Eliza still wonders if money was the only thing that she was after because something's just she thinks there's more to it because she's she's doing the math in her head (laughs) uh william has men waiting for francesca at home because now that's the prime suspect um but he has to get to a 10 p.m heart haymarket robbery which has been kind of burning in the background this whole time so this is like a case that scotland yard has it's a really big case phelps was on it for a while now william has to get involved um, so he has to go to this like 10 p.m. meeting. Eliza's like, what? He's like, Scotland Yard never sleeps. Like, it's just another indication of just how busy they are, too. Yes. And uh, he dismisses her. He says, go home. But before she leaves, Oliver comes mm-hmm. with information about Francesca. Mm-hmm. Um, he finds out that she moved into the home that she's at when she married her husband 18 years ago. Yeah. So this is where I'm like, the math isn't mathing. <laughs> Her husband died earlier this year, which would explain the hard times because this is not nope. an easy time to be a single woman. But here's the here's the the reveal though is that her husband right. married a Peter Edmonds. Her husband is Peter Edmonds. Peter Edmonds. Or yeah. was Peter Edmonds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so 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 she so, makes the connection to Albert Edmonds, yeah. the, the son. But so he's Francesca not 18 years old. Yeah. So Francesca is Albert's mother. Yes. But then the, the the math doesn't add up because we talked about that earlier. Yep. And so then we have the reveal that the reveal. actually Hardcastle's <laughs> affair 
means that Hardcastle is actually is Albert's father. father. Yeah, so that's Albert's this father. whole swirling of yeah, so this is, convoluted This is the other uh, connection. This is the other aspect that was at play in the case. Like, the thing that was nagging at Eliza, she figured it out. Yeah. But, I mean, it still doesn't look good for Francesca. I know. So she's still not going great. So she goes to confront Francesca. Yeah. So Francesca is like hurriedly getting and she's very stressed out. She's she's getting ready to leave in the middle of the night. Well, it's like 10 p.m. We know it's about 10 p.m. She's in the dark at Turner's uh, place of business. She's like walking around with a flashlight. It looks real sus. It's really it's really suspect. Yeah. But she sees Eliza at the door and she does invite her in because I guess she's like, don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. (laughs) So so, uh, we, we go in. Eliza shares, I know that Albert is uh, not your son with uh, Peter. That is your son with. It's your son with Mr. Hardcastle. Yes. And um, Eliza knows that Albert is 21 because she keeps trying to be like, no, it's Peter. But she's like, His, the census says 21. You can't lie. Yeah. And yeah. So, so Francesca confesses. Yeah, she says, oh, I, I came to London. And she, she... She didn't mean to hurt her brother. She pushed him and he fell and it was all a terrible accident. But at this point, is this when the bells chime there's like some, during the confession? There's some move, just suspect. In the second room, because <laughs> we know there's two, ma- there's the main room and the, the back room. Right, right. In the back the room, are. there's some bells on a, one of the caskets yeah. and we hear them. We hear the bells. So. And so... um Francesca keeps trying to confess. She's like, no, 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 don't pay attention. No, 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 bells, no bells. It's just the wind from the window. And Eliza's already investigating. She's, she's already like, in the there. window's not open. It's closed, so. And so she, Eliza's going around. She's looking for Albert. Yeah. Um, and she says, where is your son? Mm-hmm. And she's looking around and she shatters him in a mirror. Well, yeah, well, she opens a casket first to see. Because it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, is he going to be in there? And no, yeah. as soon as the casket's shut, the, the mirror, and he's there. Yeah. And it's like this whole thing. And, and Francesca goes, run! But William's already there. William and the constables are outside the door. They stop Albert and, like, we, we get the whole, we know well, what's going well, on. We know everything. Yeah. And so, Albert spills it all. And it's so yeah. sad. I Poor like, Albert. At this, I legitimately cried. So, yeah, he came to London to find his real dad. This is his, this is his story, his, his sad story. He got an apprenticeship with Hardcastle. He just wanted Hardcastle to admit that he was his father. He yes. found out he was not Peter's son. He was happy about it, too, because apparently uh, Peter was not a good man. Yeah. And um, he shares how Hardcastle turned him away, and then he went to his uncle, and his uncle turned him As away. As a fallback, yeah. And he was just so mad about being turned away bo- bo- by, both, by both. By both. That he, he pushed uh, Theobald. And he hit his head, and it was it was a terrible accident. And this is the this is the part that broke me. He says, "I was the only man in her life that ever loved her, and now I've broken her heart too." Yeah, and I'm just like <laughs> that poor boy. <laughs> like he's so young. So after all of this, like really heavy confession, there Eliza and William are sitting in the office. Uh, Eliza's sad about the case, yeah. and she. William says he knows what it's like to, like, not have any family. She's like, well, I'm your family, William. It's a touching moment. Yeah. 
and and there's the, she talks about being a, an annoying younger sister yeah, to I him. Not annoy you, yeah. So like she kind of has that like that that that's how she sees herself sort of. Yeah. But like there's there's more to their there's relationship. She gets excited when flowers show up. Like there's more to this. And so this is when when William kind of shifts gears a little bit because uh, you know they're they're having this younger sister thing. But he's like, wait, wait, no, 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 no. we don't we want we don't want to go down that road. I would like to ask you to have dinner with me. And she's yeah. like, well, didn't we just, we just have really dinner? Yeah. So the yeah. one that they have scheduled this yes. is actually a date this is a date he's like well i'm willing to overlook that if you you are yeah and she she agrees so they're going on a date <laughs> so maybe some progress yeah. so things are looking up which it, we know doesn't always work out uh so. this is one this very touching moment they both agreed to go on a date uh phelps interrupts there is a location arrayed in connection to the Haymarket robbery. Yes. This case has been burning in the background this whole episode. So they're going to take a whole... And uh, so they have to go do a raid I, first thing in the morning, yeah. I think, is what they were doing. So at breakfast... Uh, Mr. Potts is there. Yes. Maybe he's preparing him breakfast. It's a very <laughs> and, and he's domestic re- scene. And, and, and Mr. Potts, <laughs> Barnabas is reluctant to pay Eliza, but he does. He like, does. Yeah, yeah. He, she, he hands over the bill. She looks very satisfied. Yeah. Like, that's all she really wants. She's got her money. Money, please. And yeah. she's done. And did she, but she also wants a compliment. Well, I think Ivy wants him to compliment yeah. her more than Eliza is expecting a yeah. compliment. Yeah. But uh, so I just well, well she she wants some feedback. She yeah, she, she asks Eliza, for feedback. That's, yeah, Eliza yeah. does ask for something, and and, and <laughs> Potts only basically just throws out that that she did a, she was capable. She was capable. She it was, was a capable, capable job. Capable it job. It was a capable job. So and then uh, Ivy then asks Barnabas to allow Eliza to enter the mortuary. Yes, which well, he, while holding. Food. Oh, yeah. The yeah. food is like the right there. Right he's there. like looking he's at the food <laughs> and he's like, uh, and he agrees. And then he walks it back a little bit by saying, uh, you can you can come into the mortuary, but you have to have police supervision. Police supervision. Yes. Yeah. I mean, this is something. This is progress. This is progress. So then we cut to the raid that's happening in the morning. Yes. And OK. They, so I out. had a bad feeling the moment they showed up. So they show up and there's not enough mm. people there because like they're they're under they're understaffed. They're under, understaffed. And, and so yeah. it's just like the handful of them. Yeah, basically. it's like Phelps, Oliver, William, and then like, like two other or guy. three other, other people. Yeah. And, and um, William makes the decision to just go in. Go in. He says, we have the element of surprise. But they've had all night. I feel like this gang probably sort of knows that they've been well, found out. They're, they're, they know by looking through the window that they're getting things ready to, to, to leave. Go. So yeah. they have to go now or else they're not going to Right. Go. So William makes the decision. They split up. Yep. And they're going to uh, do like, a, like, I guess, a pincer move. Like they're coming in from either side. Both so sides. so yeah. William and Fitzroy go in the one way and Phelps and the other guys go to the back or whatever. Yes. And, and so uh, we just see them bar- barge in and we're outside the, and we just see shots, shots fired, fired, like the lights and, and through the windows. Like both directions. It's not like good. It's just everywhere. I'm like, that, I'm thinking like one of them is not coming out. One yeah. of the main characters. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I, I was right. I was worried about Fitzroy because I, I know that like. Like, right, William, well, he was William, just talking about going to New York. Yeah. He has this opportunity. So he's young. There's, there's also, um, like, uh, I'm like, I, I was thinking at this time, like, it can't be William because, like, William is the Duke. It's Miss Garland Duke. I just realized something that he, William kicked down the door, like Eliza kicked oh. down the door at the beginning. I looked uh, down at my note. I'm like, oh, my God, did they do that on purpose? <laughs> bookended it. Bookended it, That's yeah. very good. Um, so, yeah, there's this, like, terrible gunfight. But, but and, not good because. Right. Uh, the... After this happens, Eliza's humming. She's humming. She's happy. So I'm like, oh, my God. And she's getting ready. She's putting her hat on. And she goes outside. And Oliver is there. Fitzroy runs 
like, and, and he's bandaged he's got and bloody. Blood, um, in places that it shouldn't be. So serious. And he shares with her that Inspector Wellington has been shot and he's in surgery, but they are not optimistic. He may not survive. And I had to read ahead on the show descriptions just so I could sleep that night. Because, <laughs> because I was just like, is this why we're getting Christina. the origin story? I was so excited about the origin story. Um, so, uh, yeah, they say they can't say for certain he will survive. And I'm just like, so this is essentially this, this is Eliza's family, too. Like, she has Ivy, but William's been there with her. And they were just going to have a date. Yeah, it's all this this progression with, oh. like, screeching halts. Yeah. And that's how we end the yeah. episode. And, I mean, we're going to get an origin story next, yeah. which I'm still excited about. <laughs> but that's only because I read Ed. And I'm 99% sure that... William will make some sort of recovery of some kind, but I don't know what kind of shape he's going to be in. I, I joked with you yesterday that that, <laughs> that, that they're going to, like, Fitzroy's nick, nickname nickname's going to become the Duke, and they're just like... No, you know, I know. Yeah, no. So, like, oh, wow, it's Scarlet and Duke, and he's been the Duke this whole time. He's been the Duke the whole time. We just didn't know. Oh, uh, my gosh. I mean, I, I was putting Eliza and Fitzroy together at one point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, so. so very scary. Yeah. Um, not not the ending I was hoping for before an origin story. I take back being excited about the origin story. I'm not excited. I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. How could you do this to us, masterpiece? <laughs> well, it's it's it, it makes for interesting. Yeah, uh, an interesting show. To watch. It will be, I think, extra emotional. That's probably why they did it so that we cry more. Yeah. So, that, so I cry. Well, it's more. a it's you a might not cry it's at a, everything. Uh, well, it's a cliffhanger. So you're <laughs> like, what's going to happen? And now we have to wait. We have to not yeah. not next week. Probably we won't know, no, but the following. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyways, yeah. So, origin story next. I'm excited about that, but not <laughs> as excited as I was. <laughs> so, do you have any last thoughts? No, I think we covered just about everything. Okay. Um, I thought this was a fun. I, I want to think one thing. One yeah, thing yeah, I will yeah. say: we, t- we we did talk briefly yesterday about like how you could separate the mystery from like the personal a little bit in more. This, on this in this episode. episode, yeah, the case was kind of like running alongside. But separately, like on a separate track than the actual character development. I really also loved seeing Potts in a new way. It was really I think that Eliza and Ivy are going to break him down eventually. (laughs) I think that his love of protocol is going to be lessened. I think he's going to see that Eliza is capable. And I think he might even start thinking about her in like a... Like a fatherly way, like maybe, maybe. he's oh, always wow. been a little bit protective of her. Yeah, and Ivy's sort of like a mother. Yeah, to so I'm wondering well. if there's going to be some like. I, I predicted that there was going to be uh, a Potts Eliza episode, and maybe this is it. Maybe. But like, but like, I was expecting maybe more. Maybe a little. Well, like he has granted work. her access to the morgue, kind of. Okay. So he might be 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 more involved. We'll yeah. see. But I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed Potts. I think he's a great, fun character. He's very good. (laughs) All right. So we'll wrap up there. Um, Thank you for joining us. And I guess we will see you next week for an origin story that will probably make me cry multiple times. (laughs) In a good way. Yeah, in a a good way, probably. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thanks. Oh, you're still listening? Postscript is produced by Amy Beeler and John Ferreras for WITF. You can find the show on your favorite podcast app and at youtube.com slash at WITF Mosaic. Follow WITF on Facebook at WITF.org or Instagram at WITF.org for episode shorts. And be sure to leave a comment or email us at ps at WITF.org. Want to make a gift of support? Donate at WITF.org slash mosaic.